0: It's a big threat, doesn't he? Oh, Fernandez, wonderful control. Fernandez, Marshall, wonderful.
1: Great. He's done well to keep that alive. Oh. And the through ball, 4-8. Problems here for United. It's Townsend. Talk about a counter Let- mm, uh, I think that's. That's our cue to starting today's show. Um, Good day, everyone, and you're welcome. And you're welcome to the Football Podcast with Noah. And right here again, we have um, Wisdom Mugota. And uh, Wisdom, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, I'm doing very well. Um, Today we are going to have a rundown analysis on the match that took place during the week. Yeah. Um, We are going to highlight. Basically on the top matches like Chelsea versus
1: Southampton
0: and Man United taking on Everton
1: and also um, Arsenal versus um, Brighton. Reason first of all, um, United um, are looking a bit symbolic right now. I think they have played um, going going back to three matches um, before two matches before now. um, I think they had two losses and this they are. um, First, join three games. That means I've not won in three games consecutively. Yeah. That's too much. Um, one in Champions League, one in um, I think Premier League against um, Villa, one in the um, and now one against um, Everton. So I think um, Ronaldo factor, the Ronaldo factor, there should be a you know a very very big um, one for them going up front. You think? Do you think United are are not? performing as they are supposed
0: to yeah i would say that um looking at the last game where Cristiano Ronaldo featured in against Everton Mm. i would say the coach should have bought on Cristiano Ronaldo earlier Mm. Mm. Everton are not a so small side that united with their crop of strikers which they really don't have I, you see cristiano Ronaldo in that team is, is playing the role of the false nine because manchester united I a team who lacks the number nine rule so when we look at it critically we see that a cristiano Ronaldo missing on that pitch would mean that a shambolic flair there will be a shambolic play in the attacking uh, space of United, yes. of, of United, so that was what largely played out because we could see times where when Ronaldo came in, he gave in a good ball to Sancho, and we could see that the shambolicness of the striking um department uh, was yeah. what contributed to United loss. Mm. Uh, United, draw, yes, So yeah, I, yeah. I feel um Manchester United and the coach Olga Shosha because you could see in the last game in the um, Champions League when Ronaldo came in. Uh, he, he, he scored the golden goal. Yeah, yeah, for against United. West, yeah,
1: against West Ham. Yeah,
0: so we saw the attacking prowess of United come to life. Um, whenever Ronaldo. Um, comes dumb,
1: you look at um, United nowadays, and you are like, are they becoming totally over over reliant on Cristiano Ronaldo? You look at Ronaldo of Juventus. Juventus were performing very well when Ronaldo before Ronaldo came in. Ronaldo came in, and it looks as if um they are becoming. Ronaldo. Is, that what, is that the same thing that is playing out at United right now? Because now, before Ronaldo came, Greenwood has three goals. Um, Bruno Fernandes, I think, has four goals. But now, Ronaldo is here, Greenwood is still stuck on three goals. Bruno Fernandes is still on four goals. And now, Ronaldo is on five goals. I mean, what's, what's happening?
0: I think that's the cause of having a so called star player. Mm. Taking Barcelona um, for an example. Yeah. When the likes of Lionel Messi left the club, you could see a sharp decrease. Mm. You you could see Barcelona being shambolic in the Champions League. They've won no games, absolutely nothing and it's quite alarming. So I think it's the price you would have to pay when you have a so-called star player. It's either they rub off their goodness on the team or the team totally relies on them. And when a team is totally reliant on a player, this is the outcome. We mm. could see that um, play out in Juventus when Cristiano Ronaldo was there. We saw the way Juventus were playing before they had Ronaldo, and when he came, he, he took the shine of the club. And I'm not in any way blaming Cristiano Ronaldo, but I'm saying that the players themselves need to step up their game. You can't overly rely on a player. Um, yeah, yeah. They are star players. What? each and everyone needs to come to the party i think the, the, the psychology and the dynamics of this of this is this because when we have a, a star player in a team he automatically does most of the work and he gives them the shine he gives them the everything so the rest players the remainder of the player they they, they just go to sleep wow. and that's really the issue so i think all players need to all and need to be on deck if they're going to fix this oliganosusha needs to um, Putting that pressure yeah, on the players the player. so, yeah. so they give in their very best,
1: okay. Um, yeah, Chelsea also played Southampton, and up onto the 75th minute, it was looking like Chelsea are gonna draw. I think, I think it's something it wasn't like Chelsea are gonna draw, but a quick um, spark of brilliance from, um, I think, I think that was um, she will, that she will, um, the second goal scorer, and you um, and it was two quick fire goals from Chelsea and um, shortly we're gonna be playing the highlights um, of the goals um, in a beat we're gonna be doing
0: that So as we've just heard from the men themselves, Chelsea really took the game to Southampton yeah. kneeling a three goal to one score, score. line. Yeah. I think that was really fantastic yeah, yeah. from two Chelsea boys. Yeah and they have really shown their quality. They look like a you know,
1: a Premier League side, um, a, Premier League, a Premier League contender, actually. Yeah, a team that we are that, yeah, that, that will give the likes of Liverpool, City, City and
0: United a, a run them. for their
1: money. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I think Chelsea are out of the top five contenders. I think Chelsea are number one for me
0: because
1: they are. Um... Mm, uh, and moving on to our last talking point, that was um, the game against the game, uh, the game of Arsenal versus um, Brighton. Um, Arsenal a bit lacklustre, shambolic, and it's not a new thing for 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 Arsenal fans and the way they play. So, wisdom, what do you think about the game, Arsenal um, and Brighton? Yeah,
0: Brighton. yeah I would like to say um, that this Arsenal side, it's really not the first time, although they. It shook the world when they beat um, the likes of Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, by a large margin. It was really unexpected. I I, I expected uh, the likes of Arsenal would bring in that same momentum to, you know, take on this fight inside. But I would say Arsenal uh, has always been lackluster. They mm. always like that attacking flair. They always like that finishing touch. Because the game against Brighton was should be a walkover, if we are to be frank. So I feel, um, Mikel Ateta still has a lot of work to do. He has a whole lot of work on his end and Arsenal really need to buckle up. um yeah. yeah. They, they, I think they, they've really not done so much when it comes to the premier league I, I i don't know the number of games they've won but i know it's not that much so okay. i think Mikel atleta still has a whole lot of work to do
1: okay um going down memory lane um the time Ateta um came became the um arsenal manager i think they won about two three trophies back to back and you are like atleta is the man it's the man for the job but now um we're <laughs> looking at what we now seen nowadays do uh, you think atleta is still the man for us now
0: to be honest with you, I would say as now I still see them as a site or as a club under construction. Mm. Yeah, I, I could see some potentials. Yeah, I see some potentials in the likes of um Smitho, <laughs> yeah, <Yeah>, Kain- yeah, Saka. Saka, they are fantastic players. But they, when it comes to the place of discipline and utilization, I feel they're a bit disorganized. Mm. Uh, in, in their last game against brighton there was a chance where um smith Rowe could have given the ball so easily to kairosaka but it just went on and went for go and eventually it was a bit he, selfish. Lost, yeah. Yeah, he lost the chance so we could see there that there's this lack of organization this lack of team spirit and that's really one opponent that arsenal have to face themselves so i think Mikel Arteta can still get his game right um, although I don't see them being tied to contenders in any way or Just top 4 or top 5 finishers. I think they could just fight for the top 6 as always Okay And also um, for Sunday's game um, would we'll be expecting the likes of Leicester taking on Crystal Palace I feel they are two equally matched sides So mm. I expect to see a lot of thriller and thrills from that game yeah. and also would we'll have the big bang talking of the citizens versus the reds, the reds yeah. that is manchester city will be taking on liverpool, liverpool at the etihad if i'm correct yeah, and we, also would we'll have the last and final game which would be tottenham taking on aston villa so we hope to see a whole lot of goals into this Austin, these or Sunday's matches yeah um thank you for
1: listening to this to, to this session and uh make sure you follow us on our various social media platforms um at, on twitter tfp with noah instagram TFP with noah and um, um, facebook and uh, that's the football podcast with noah thank you all for joining us thank you